Deadheads, a supplementary podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Deadheads, uh, the supplementary podcast to the main Dead Air podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be pretty fun because we chose a really fucked up movie. Um, but uh, with me are our usual hosts. Guys, introduce yourselves. Just say hello. Hi, I'm Emil. <laughs> hey, guys. We've got Welcome Emil, back. Anthony, and Franny uh, for this episode. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so as I said, uh, this episode is going to be a pretty fun one because uh, the movie we chose is called Car Fucking the Movie. No, that's not what yes. we called. Um, <laughs> Emil, why don't you give us a quick introduction to the movie that we chose for this week? Yes, I'm very excited to introduce uh, the movie we chose as a group. It is the French film Titan. <laughs> and, uh, the the lesson known, also known as Car Fucking the Movie. Car Fucking the Movie. And the lesson know before watching it, the better. So <laughs> it's a wild, it's a wild ride for sure. Literally. Uh, literally, literally a wild ride. <laughs> I, I like how everyone's just so nervously laughing <laughs> because this yeah. episode's gonna be so. This episode's gonna be fucked up. Yeah. Okay, so our movie is Titan. Um, Anthony, do you want to give us a rundown on the summary uh, and uh, who's involved in in the production? Okay, this is going to be a hard one. I know. Um, I don't know how you're going to introduce it, so I'm in, I'm very interested good to luck, see what you say exactly. So good luck, yeah, good luck, Anthony. Go. Um, before I do the introduction, just a little, um, just a little heads up to the listeners that um, the less you know the movie, as what Emil said, the less you know, you know, the better it gets. But anyway, the summary is about Alexa, um, who got into a car accident with her father, and um, because of the accident, a titanium case was fit into her skull, and then after that, things went a bizarre turn because the titanium fitting actually caused her to become psychotic. She has a double life. So she works as a car showgirl. And then at the same time, she also she's also a serial killer. And <laughs> Oh, by the way. <laughs> oh, by the way. She also has a girlfriend, a forgotten name. But she's played by Garance Miller. If you don't know her, guys, she's the girl from Raw. She's the lead actress from Raw. So she's a Julia Ducourneau alumna. And of course, she became a victim of Alexia. Uh, and then um, after after doing a series of killings, she went into hiding, wherein it gets really fucked up. So, wow, Anthony really just skipped over the car fucking. Yeah, I skipped it. Actually. <laughs> Traumatized. Um, she gets into a scene wherein she had a weird. She had sex with a car. Okay. <laughs> and then I don't know what happened, how the car impregnated her, but she got pregnant. Apparently through the stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she began leaking car fluids um, as a result. And then, of course, she's still living a double life as a serial killer. And then uh, after do, doing a series of killings, she went into hiding. And then she realized that she has to portray someone and she saw that missing poster of Adrian, which is uh, the missing firefighter chief's son. And she decided that, hey, maybe I should 
I should, maybe I should pose as Adrian. And then there was one weird scene wherein she went bud self-harm just to copy the appearance of Adrian when she broke her own nose. That was a very, I don't know how to describe the scene. Painful. That was, was, yeah, that was painful to watch and very gnarly. And then, of course, she posed as Adrian, which Vincent, the firefighter, actually accepted him or her. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, now, this is, I think for me, it's, I can't it's believe this movies. movie was made. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. You're just describing it. And I'm just like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. But... <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's basically, to me, it's basically two movies into one. First movie is about Alexia, mm. and the second movie is about Vincent, the father. Wow. So, yeah, we're moving into the second part of the movie, which is about Vincent and his own problems about his masculinity and all. He injects steroids to probably decrease his aging process. And he has his own problems. He's separated and all. And then he takes Alexia for Adrian without even doubt. I mean, I think there was one thing wherein he was asked to do a DNA test for Alexia posing as Adrian. But he did it because for him, that's Adrian. Which, I don't know, which would lead to some questions later. But yeah, anyway. So the, the second half is more, is more of a family drama wherein we get to see Alex's body deteriorate as the effects of having sex with a car. And, um, at the end of the film, it becomes more of a family drama wherein, um, Vincent eventually accepts Alexa for who he or she is. And it ends with Alexa giving birth to a human slash car hybrid with the metal spine. I, I love how Anthony's just so just like yeah, and she gave birth to a baby yeah. that's half car. <laughs> it's not the weirdest thing in the world. Sabran dead fans, and she gave birth to a thing. fucking car baby. <laughs> For a French film, it's pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> pretty normal for a French to do stuff like this. Um, but yeah, I really had I really had a hard time describing what to be honest because. Did yeah, but I mean, I think you did pretty well. How about yeah, you guys, Emil and Franny? Yeah. How would yeah. you How would you rate that that summary? I thought you did well. Comprehensive, yeah. Very comprehensive. It's a, it's as bonkers as how Anthony describes it. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or even more so actually. Yeah, like you still have to see it, <laughs> even if it was described in in pure detail. Visceral. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so so Titan is a it's a twenty twenty one. Obviously, it's it's a body horror film. Um, it's directed by uh, Julia. How do you say her name? Docournau. Docournau. Anyway, um, who who is obviously a yeah? She's a she's a she's she's no stranger to horror. Um, her her last film was a the excellent film called Raw. Um, big fan of of hers. Um, big fan of Raw actually. Um, and this was also one of my most anticipated movies of the year our friend uh quark saw this in paris uh, yeah a few months ago and he like super hyped it up and then when we were when we were talking about our favorite horror films of the year he was like oh so so definitely titan's on your list right and i was like well i haven't seen it yet and and then so so uh that even got me more hype um but yeah he was he was just like yeah so so there's an orgy and then there's murder and there's car fucking (laughs) and i was like I'm so in <laughs> for this <Yeah>. movie. <laughs> um, but it was even worse when I saw it for myself. <laughs> like, no one can describe this movie. Like, whoever describes this movie is nothing compared to the movie itself. Yeah. Uh, True. Wow. And you know what's the funniest thing? The funniest thing for me is uh, 
this fucking film won the Palme d'Or. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think it also won France submission to the Academy Award. For sure. But it's just so funny it's because like... Yeah, like, like if, if like, <laughs> it's I just can't believe that they won the Palme yeah, d'Or because it's like, oh, so it's with 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 movies like Amour or or um, <laughs> like a Dancer in the Dark or or you know, the Tree of Life, yeah, Fahrenheit nine eleven or the Piano, fucking pulp, pulp Fiction, and then suddenly there's Car fucking the movie, <laughs> you know? it, which it won the Palme d'Or, the, the chaos of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, it's but... all fucked up. Let's choose a fucked up movie. <laughs> what a film! Okay, so so great introduction, Anthony. Um, Emil, you want to talk about? Uh, do you want to kick us off with? Uh, I don't know, production details. Anything? Any? What? What do you want to start with? <laughs> where do I want to start? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my goodness, where where do I start? The car fucking? Are we going to start with the car fucking? Well, uh, we yeah, we can start with that because <laughs> that came. Out of nowhere. <laughs> Actually, um, uh, when I watched this the first time, uh, it was pretty disorienting for me because I was trying to follow one story throughout the entire film. Sure. But then when it starts to focus on one plot narrative or an element, it suddenly derails and goes off to another part. Like, mm-hmm. for example, we have the uh, serial killer aspect of the film. And as I was expecting that for the rest of the film, it's just all about Alexia trying to um, killing people because of how she was messed up by the accident when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. But then suddenly after that, it became uh, like the, the family drama thing. Mm-hmm. And then the the, the, uh, the portion wherein uh, she actually does uh, fuck a car, has sex with a car, I, that really came out of nowhere. And for me, it's... it's. I mean, she does it twice in this movie, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a fire, dancing on top of a fire truck. And yeah, um, when I tried to make sense of the entire thing, I just gave up uh, midway. I just mm. really just tried to enjoy whatever um, the film was trying to to throw at me. Mm-hmm. And I got to appreciate uh, more of the underlying messages of this film. If there are underlying messages, maybe I'm just uh, oh, reading, no, there are. Uh, <laughs> um, more into it. Like, um, uh, I guess, identity. That's, that's, that's one. And then, of course... Um, Family, and it's a second one. But I've also been trying to grasp what exactly is the metaphor of the Titan, the yeah. the, the car aspect of the film. Like, why is she so obsessed with uh, automobiles, with car, and why did the baby come out that way? So, yeah, <laughs> that's the most striking aspect for me. The fact that everything about it was just uh, a disorienting, but a very, very riveting mm, story. Mm-hmm. Um, Franny, what, what are your uh, thoughts? First thoughts. Yeah, I have yeah, many. First- Oh yeah, I, I want to hear them all. <laughs> uh, touching on what uh, Emil mentioned about uh, his insight on like what he thinks the metaphor for the cars symbolize or mean. For me, because the film had so many themes of otherness and um, being into certain kinks and fetishes. Uh, I feel like uh, the movie was um, talking about someone who feels different, who was born different. And the fact that she uh, had sex with a car after, I mean, in her adulthood. When I was watching her in the beginning as a child, there were already um, signs of her being different even before the accident. She was already obsessed with cars even before they crashed. It was as if she was asking for the car to to crash, because eh? she kept provoking her dad. 
she kept um making the sound of the engine. So um in the start palang there was like a sign that she was uh different na diba? because of that. And then um the first thing she did when she came from her surgery was to like hug and kiss the car as if she missed it so much. So yes, it just passionately. Yeah, so it just um cements the my theory um of her being um different. So mm-hmm. parang the the thing the, the car fetish is just a symbol of her being a different um breed, a different animal sure. um set apart from uh the rest of society and then as she finds um her father figure in Vincent it's just to me such a touching um match or like relationship because she could not have that with her normal parents Who so she, she had yeah and i feel so bad for like um glorifying a murderer or something but it's like they they found each other and uh they took care of each other and it was so um poignant for me in the end and there's some kind of poetic justice also right because she has to die because she's kind of sick in the head so at least um Vincent has his son again from her so parang it's it's a nice um wrap oh up God. of the ano Yeah. And aside from that, I also want to say that I really love the musical score. I love the music. So good. Yeah. Like when she was stripping on top of the car, yeah. that kills song. And that then when super they were uncomfortable scene where all the firefighters so were like, no, all the firefighters were like, ah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Th- that other scene, She's the party hot, in the future. But I, I don't. <laughs> they're, 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 they're all, yeah, all, yeah. They're all, all of them are like, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's so many homoerotic um nuances yeah. also, and right? because it's pink, and then they're all guys, yes. but they're all dancing together, so it's kind of yeah, kinda yeah, yeah, gayish, bi-curious-ish. Besides, yeah. it's, it's very fluid and it's very um risque, just like the other themes of the film. With and parang I also love the fact that she's like a sadomasochist. Because like what Anthony was mentioning, where she was like beating herself up and also inflicting pain on others. Yeah, it's just very BDSM. Super. This a bit clearer. I fucking love this movie. It's incredible. Yeah, this same. is such yeah. a powerful movie. When I say it's fucked up, it's just because it's really fucked up. Yeah, But yeah, yeah. it's an incredible In a good movie. Way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, incredible movie. Um, this is definitely my top five, easily, no question for, for horror for the year. Um, so I did a bunch of research. Well, not research. I just read a bunch of interviews. No, but after I, after watching it, and but two things stood out. Obviously, immediately when I saw it, I was like, "She's a fan of Cronenberg, no question." Yeah, and confirmed it going through interviews. She's a huge Cronenberg fan. Uh, that's why this movie is like super body horror. Um, and then secondly, she also references a really great movie, uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Have you guys seen that? Oh, I haven't mm. seen that, but I've seen screenshots. Very good. It's a great, yeah. great movie. Uh, apparently, parang it's really new uh, uh, similarities between that and this one is uh, because she wanted to create a main character who's totally unlikable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at one point you will see humanity. Yeah, yeah. you will see humanity in in in, in yeah. that person because yeah, in, in the in the movie in uh, Henry Portrait of Serial Killer. Uh, this is a very old movie. It's incredible. Uh, played by uh, Michael Rooker. Um, yeah, really, really great. Great movie. I cannot recommend it enough. Um, he's just so unlikable. He's 
serial killer all the way through. He's just a shitty human being. But at one point, he has his own like fucked up moral code. Na parang he has a friend, and then his friend is like mistreating his sister. And then he's like, don't, no, don't do that. And then you're just like, okay, that's kind of out of left field. Like he murders women, murders, but like he has some a moment lang na parang. So so for me, yeah. And so for me, it was like when she tried to when she didn't kill uh, what's his name uh, Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. Parang that, that was her moment of yeah. yeah. That was her moment of humanity. Yeah. And parang just uh, yeah. So, so I was like, wow, so interesting. God, I love I love finding out uh, directors and you influences nila, and then you're just like, yeah, yeah. I relate to you so much. You're a <laughs> horror fan. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, Anthony, I want to hear your your. Let's let's round it out. What are your first thoughts on on the movie? Um, to me, I think it's a mix of David Cronenberg's Crash and Tetsuo the Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, why I mention these movies is that, uh, of course, with Cronenberg's Crash, it's definitely with car fetish or something. And it has the bizarreness of Crash. And then, of course, um, Tetsuo the Iron Man is because um, it does have cyberpunk elements. Um, sure. Weird enough, yeah. Especially with that um, lighting, there's there's a lot of neon in it too. Yeah, at some neon point. shit, and then the car, of course, the cars, yeah, the car. and then uh, of course her licking body fluids and all. Yeah, yeah, those are some cyberpunk elements, and of course the baby reveal in the end. That is definitely yes. cyberpunk to me. Super, and it's definitely my movie of the year without a doubt. Um, I can't wait Ooh, for you interesting know, for the year to end. So I can tell everyone that Titan is definitely my film for 2021, without a doubt. Nice. And, well, it's because that being a big fan of body horror, it definitely has showcased a lot of elements. And again, as with the recent trend with the movies, it playfully flirts between um, drama and extreme territory. What I like about the film is because it gets transgressive without, without getting very extreme or being excessively transgressive. You know, as with French horror films, if we compare it to transgressive films like Marcares or Inside, they both have transgressive things, but I think they don't have that much gore. I think it's not gory at all. I think there was one scene where... It's not so gory. There's a lot of implied gore. Um, Yeah, but there's a lot of foaming though, which makes it disturbing. Especially, and she has that fetish for stabbing people with hairpins. So I think that's a signature move. <laughs> and yeah, but then there's a lot of foaming in the movie, which is I like. Um, which which is the test of uh, Julia Ducournau's directing skill. You know, she it's very bra- it's a very brave movie. It's it has weaknesses, but it's not afraid to show its weaknesses, which mm-hmm. is I really like about. It. Um, it's not afraid to show its weaknesses. It lays out its cards and that's it. It doesn't need questions. It doesn't need theories and it doesn't need questions because that's it. It's Titan. I mean, that's how it is. And that's what I really like about the movie. I, uh, yeah. So I, I think for me watching this film, I, I need, number one, I need to watch it again. Uh, I, I, just because I, I just, I, I didn't know what was going on. It's just, it was just like so oppressive uh, film. You know, you know that meme where like someone is like forcing your eyes all open to watch. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I felt. Like, I was just like, I just can't, like, I just have to like, wow, wow, what a movie. Like, it's, it's incredible. Like, um, so, but I just want to know more about it. Like, I, I, I'm sure there are theories and everything and I, I need 
yun lang. I just need to understand it more. Some movies kasi, like, immediately you get a thesis of it. Um, last last time, last episode, we talked about The Green Knight. And, and you know, the thesis is basically, like, you know, your, your inevitable death. So, so, but for me, and the, for me, it was so clear. Here, like, this, this movie is just so uh, dense and there's so much happening that I, I, I need to watch it again just to appreciate it more. And trust me, I mean, like, I freaking love this movie. So uh, yeah, but I have so many emotions about this. Emil, what what uh, do you have a interpretation? What's the thesis of this film? <laughs> What's the thesis? Yeah. Uh, actually, when when Franny mentioned uh, her analysis, it it all clicked. Parang di ba? Like, yeah. Thank, you, thank never, you very much, Franny. I had never heard it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, the analysis. That all she just wanted was to be accepted because yeah. she was mm, ostracized. Yeah. Uh, different uh, even when uh, as a child yeah. and uh, trying to remember everything back then trying to align it with that interpretation it it does make sense and in the end when she gives birth to uh, uh, her human car hybrid baby that's her way of finally being accepted mm-hmm. <laughs> into society mm-hmm. but for the way to get there you have to go through all of these uh, mm-hmm. crazy crazy occurrences that really highlights just how a special character uh, Alexia is and um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, let's talk about the actress. Her, this is her first film. Uh, she was discovered amazing, on amazing. Instagram. Yeah. She was discovered on Instagram. Can you believe that? Wow. She's incredible. Yeah, incredible. She's yeah. I was so shocked Dancing. when I found out it was her first <laughs> film. I was so shocked because she is unnatural. Yeah. Incredible. I I don't know. Like this role is already difficult as it's, it is. It's made for her. Yeah. 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 And and so they got fun. an unknown. It's incredible. Yeah. Grabe, grabe, grabe. Yeah, and and like she was cast also because she, Ducarno wanted a androgynous looking. That's you know, another trick. Yeah. yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Um, and I, yes. I was surprised that Veronica Miller did not get the role. But when I saw Agatha Moselle's look, then yeah, she yeah. Immediately, immediately said it. This role is made for her. Yeah. And yeah, um, she definitely nailed it. She, she was really good in the movie. Yeah. Um I have a personal connection to uh, this movie. I uh whoa, whoa. Yeah, I do. I do. Yes, I do. I have a plate in my head. Wow, oh. that's so cool. Yeah, dude. I I uh, when I was a uh, when I was a uh, 13, I had a very big uh, head injury and uh, you know, it, it was it was really bad. Um and they uh, yeah, so so what they had happened? to I uh <laughs> this is so stupid. You <laughs> um when I was 13, I, I I jumped over a bush and I didn't know you bush, but I had a rope in hidden oh, in the shit. middle. So you tripped. So I tripped and then I uh, on concrete. Yeah. Shit. And, uh, wow, it's a miracle you survived. Yeah. So so it, it, yeah, I was in the ICU for a, a whole month. Um oh, and wow. it, it was really touch and go. But yeah, so I have a plate in my head right now. <laughs> and then oh, so wow. and it was Strong. it's almost the exact same place. Place. Actually, I don't know if you can see that there's a scar. Oh my god, you should get a tattoo like Titan. <laughs> yeah, a scar right Above there. the right ear. Yeah, so there's a, cool. it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a horseshoe That's scar. So cool. <laughs> yeah, so so it was like watching that, I was like, wow, triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like any um inkling to thankfully <laughs> kill I did <laughs> thankfully I never killed anyone nor fucked the car. So yeah. 
thought that would be the personal connection. Yeah. Oh, I have a fetish for cars. <laughs> personal connection. <laughs> but, I'm but horny we, for cars. <laughs> I, I, can we touch on that also? Like, why Titan? Why is the title Titan? Oh, because it's Titanium. The, the plate. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. but like in a deeper sense, like I, I read somewhere that she's like Titanium. I mean... <laughs> mm. Like like so the, the, something like that. So, but yeah, I think sure, sure, yeah. That's that's a, yeah. That's the reason why um it resonates, I guess, with um a lot of people, and that's why it won an award yeah. because of yeah, that just just showing resiliency. Yeah, even yeah. Though you're sure, yeah. Far different from yeah. everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, incredible movie. Yeah. Like uh, very good movie. Yeah, that's uh, this was uh, one of those things that really for me really lived up to the hype. Um, you know, you don't you don't get to say that a lot, but uh, this is definitely yeah. one of them for for me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, any last words, you guys? Let's uh, let's do a quick wrap up. Okay, so we started with uh, so so this this movie was actually selected by committee, uh, not, uh, unlike our usual like you choose one and then next week another one. So so uh, but anyway, since you introduced it, Emil, we'll go with you last. Uh, I'll go first, uh, really quickly. Uh, my last thoughts on on the film. Um, God, I. I, I don't use this lightly, but uh, for, I really think this is a masterpiece. Um, it's it's incredible movie. It's it's like a car crash. You cannot stop watching. Um, it's it's so morbid and it's so yeah, yeah. like everything's happening, but you just can't stop watching. Yeah, um, yeah. God, my I, I had a two separate moments. I had my wife pass by and my sister pass by, and they're like, "What the." are you watching <laughs> i was like um it's about a serial killer who fucks cars and they're like okay bye-bye <laughs> yeah so so yeah just a incredible movie can't can't say, say say more than that all all the superlatives uh for for it uh five of five on my side anthony nice. uh how about you um well to me uh me saying that uh yeah it's definitely my movie for the year without a doubt I'm not sure if there's anything that would come out that's better than the time for this year. But um, for me, uh, the best aspect is that um, it lays its cards out. It's not afraid of its weaknesses. And um, I like the fact that um, it's a test of what Julia Ducourneau is capable of. And of course, uh, she's, it's proof that, you know, um, directors are not victims of the sophomore curse. And Titan is one proof, and which is totally different from her first film. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what I really love the movie. Well, I can't rate it a five because five is definitely perfect. I would rate it a four um, since it has its weaknesses. But the good thing about this movie is that it is not afraid of its weaknesses. I mean, you can see a lot of plot holes, you can see a lot of weaknesses, but that's it. You, you, you mean you can't question why it has plot holes? It's because the movie was made like that. So, which is a which I really love. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I I totally. Before I jump in and throw this to to Franny, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, like it is what it is. But this is like entirely Ducarno's vision. But it's just so powerful, and it's just all her. Obviously, you know what I mean. Like it's it's just like a. She's a force. You know what I mean? Like, this is what I want to make. And she she, she showed us exactly what she wanted to make. Incredible. Franny, any last words? Um, yeah. Uh, like everyone, I love this movie. Um, I did not expect it to be so different. Uh, I didn't expect to be um, so touched 
towards the latter half of the movie because obviously it's like like what um Chris mentioned it's it's exactly a car crash it's morbid it's um visceral you can't you can't take your eyes off it but um after that it has some kind of motherhood um albeit gone wrong but like it was relatable also seeing the process of how one becomes a mother in yeah. like such a powerful scene in the end where yeah. you just see the the bond between two people two damaged people and it's just so um relatable despite the the leads being very um other yeah yeah, yeah despite being very unrelatable it somehow relate relatable towards the end and the redemption and everything. I mean, I I love the poetic justice also at the end. So I totally recommend this movie to all. Absolutely. Okay, Emil, uh, take us home. Final thoughts on the movie. Yeah, I love how we uh, placed car puns into our <laughs> last words. <laughs> car crash and potholes. Let me add one more to all those listening. <laughs> A shift into reverse and forget everything <laughs> that we said. Forget everything that we said because the, the less you know about this, the, the better it is. The better experience will be because it will be very True. memorable. True. And yeah, that's it. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Another great movie. Glad we talked about this uh, as a group. Uh, yes, it's more excellent. fun. Great conversation, guys. Um, okay. So that was uh, that was our discussion on Titan. Everyone watch it. Uh, that was, And this Yo is uh, episode four <laughs> of Deadheads. Thank you again. Thank and you, we'll you, see you thank all you. for Deadheads episode five. Yes. Can't wait. Yes. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. It's not, no, no, no. I hate this.